Good morning, Nashville. My name is Braden Gall, and this is the 440 for Monday, May 17th. Today on the show, the Memphis Grizzlies look ahead to a playoff game on Wednesday. Nashville SC remains unbeaten. The Tennessee Volunteers hold their own against number one Arkansas. And we get you ready for game one of the Carolina-Nashville first-round NHL playoff series with thoughts from the athletic Sarah Sivian and the great Hal Gill. The 440 is built every single morning for free for you by the Kingston Group, Nashville's award-winning, locally-owned, custom home and remodeling firm. They want you to be happy in your home, they want you to be proud of your home, and they want you to make money on your home. That is their business model. Sure, they've got an in-house design team, and sure, they're all about doing amazing renovations and amazing custom builds, but really what it's about is about you. It's about partnering with someone that believes in your vision just as much as you do, and then delivers on that promise. Again, on budget and on time. We all want to be happy in our home and proud of our home, but we all want our homes to appreciate and create value as well. And that's what the Kingston Group does. So check them out. BuildKG.com is the website. BuildKG.com. And remember the name, the Kingston Group. The Nashville Predators will begin their playoff series tonight at 7 p.m. against the top-seeded Carolina Hurricanes in Raleigh. Finally, we will learn the answer to one of the silliest questions that hockey people in this town have been asking all year. Is this team like the 2017 team that went from 8th place to the cup final? It is one of the most answerable questions in sports debates today because we're about to find out definitively. This team went on an extraordinary two-month run to reach the postseason after beginning the year as one of the worst teams in the NHL. UC Saros' brilliance, John Hines' system taking root, players buying in, young talent developing along the way has all gotten us to this point. And it's time to shit or get off the pot. Because in the NHL, the regular season is cool, but the playoffs are what really matters. And the goal in the first two games in Raleigh is a split. Win either tonight to start the series and continue your momentum from the end of the regular season, or figure out a way to steal Game 2 on Wednesday night. A 2 nothing hole in the series will be virtually insurmountable. I do not see how this team has a prayer to advance if they cannot take at least one of two in Raleigh. The Preds are healthier than they've been in a long time and among the hotter teams in the league. So after having to listen to Preds faithful explain to us all year, well, that 2017 team could do it. Why can't this group? Beginning tonight, we no longer have to ask that question because we will have a definitive answer. My prediction, Carolina in six. Additionally, we had Sarah Sivian, Hurricanes reporter for The Athletic, on the Gold Standard podcast this week. We asked her to give us her prediction on what she thinks is going to happen in the series. I think it's going to be chippy. I think these teams are going to get really, really sick of each other. I think they Eric already have, <laughs> quite honestly. Yeah, yeah, especially Eric Hall. I think he's going to be great. But I think ultimately the Hurricanes will prevail. Just like look back at the season series, it was just kind of lopsided in the Canes. I like to have caution when I talk about these things, but I really do think they're one of the best teams I've seen in a minute here, like just covering them right now. And I think. They've gained some mental fortitude that they haven't had in the past, and they're a much better team than they have been for the past few seasons. So I think they're going to prevail. That was Sarah Sivian, everyone. Fantastic reporter covering the Carolina Hurricanes. You should be following her work during this series, so go check her out on Twitter. Go check her out on The Athletic. Also, make sure you're checking out the Gold Standard podcast as well. We will have some instant short reactionary pods for you guys after Games 1 and Games 2 this week, so make sure you're subscribed there. And, and enjoy the series, guys, win or lose. After a week off, these two teams, like all hockey players this time of year, 
are like two loaded shotguns pointed directly at each other. And when that puck drops tonight at 7 p.m., all hell is going to break loose, and it's going to be a whole lot of fun no matter what happens. It is the toughest tournament in big-time American sports to win, and my God, it's awesome. So win or lose, just enjoy the ride, folks. We had a chance to catch up with Hal Gill on Lamestream Sports last Friday. Hope you caught that episode, myself and Steve Cavendish. And he gave us some great insight into how he would explain how to beat the Carolina Hurricanes system. Like if I'm explaining Carolina, they're an aggressive attack. They don't just attack on a floor check with the mind of of stopping it. They have an attack mindset where there'll be two guys that are going on the puck and one guy going to the net already so that as soon as they get the puck, they're not looking to to regroup and try to, you know, there's high one, two, twos that, you know, you, you get the puck and you regroup and then you reattack. The, the Canes are an aggressive team where they're going to forecheck and they, then the puck is going to the net. And so there's different little things like that. And, you know, I think the, the Preds on Saturday night did a great job where they beat that two on two heavy aggressive forecheck. And once you beat it, you can make plays, and they did, and they made plays off the rush. But it's it's hard to beat it. Special thanks to Hal Gill, of course. If you'd like to hear the entire conversation about all things Predators, playoff hockey, broadcasting hockey, please check out Lamestream Sports episode last week on Friday. Myself, Steve Cavendish, and Hal Gill had a wonderful conversation. And it's always a pleasure talking with Hal, so make sure you check that out in advance of the Predators playoff series starting Monday evening against Carolina. Rate, review, and subscribe. The Memphis Grizzlies made a big final week push to get to eighth place in the Western Conference, but just couldn't close the deal against Golden State on Sunday. Steph Curry showed the Grizzlies what a champion looks like, dropping 46 in the 113-101 win on Sunday. The loss gives Memphis a respectable 38-34 winning record for the season. It's the first winning season for the franchise since 2017, but finishing in ninth place means that they will face a win-or-go-home single elimination game with 10th place San Antonio on Wednesday at 6.30 p.m. Central Time on ESPN. Memphis had won five straight heading into Sunday's season finale and won two of the three meetings with the Spurs this season, but the two have not played each other since February 1st. Wednesday night will be a big game for John Morant and company. Keep an eye on those Grizz. Nashville SC didn't lose again. After another nil-nil draw against Salt Lake on Saturday night, their first road match of the season, the boys in very stylish blue road kits earned yet another point in the tie and remained unbeaten on the season. Keeper Joe Willis and the defense was exceptional on Saturday night, and the shutout was Willis's third consecutive clean sheet. In fact, after early concessions in the first two matches, Nashville SC has now gone 317 minutes without allowing a goal. And the defense was so stout that Salt Lake didn't even register a shot on goal the entire night. Of note, Gary Smith deployed his two-forward alignment for the second straight week with CJ Sapong and Dom Baji at the top of the attack. And while the defense was excellent most of the evening, the offense definitely did not deliver the same results as last week against New England. Jonder Cadiz played some time in the second half as well as Smith looked to find something in the attacking third to no avail. Additionally, Hani Mukhtar did not start for the second straight match, but did come in to play significant minutes in the second half. He did look a bit rusty at times. Look, it was a road one point and a clean sheet. You focus on that and how to be more creative on offense moving forward. You could be a lot worse than 1-0-4, unbeaten, and in the top half of the table in the Eastern Conference. Nashville SC will be back at Nissan Stadium next Sunday night in a primetime affair on national TV when they host Austin at 8 o'clock. 
Tennessee Volunteer Baseball Squad once again proved that they belonged with the biggest and baddest boys in college baseball this weekend, but that they're just not there yet. Just like the Vanderbilt series a few weeks ago, the Vols lost on Friday and Sunday to lose their series with number one Arkansas, but in between put on an absolute show in a Saturday win. Like Vandy, Arkansas was the better team, and they won the series straight up. But also, like Vandy, a fireworks show on Saturday set Lindsey Nelson Stadium ablaze in a big orange pandemonium. The Vols hit a walk-off three-run home run in the bottom of the ninth inning, trailing by two to steal a game and avoid getting swept. The Vols are really good and really fun, and Knoxville has been lit up by this team. And they played valiantly in Sunday's 3-2 loss in the finale against the number one team in the nation. Both series against the best two teams in the nation, Arkansas and Vanderbilt, have shown us just how far this program has come under fourth-year head coach Tony Vitello, and also how much further they have to go. Tennessee has lost only two series so far this season in SEC play to Vanderbilt and Arkansas, and there's nothing wrong with that. They deserve a national seed, and maybe even to host a Super Regional. The goal for this team is to get to Omaha. That would be considered a huge success and a massive step forward for the Tennessee baseball program. Anything more is just house money. With the 2-1 series win and Vanderbilt's wild Sunday loss to Ole Miss, giving the Rebels a 2-1 series win of their own, Arkansas is in the driver's seat for the SEC regular season championship, and Tennessee is still a half game up on the doors for an East Division title. Arkansas is 19-8 and and will host Florida in the final weekend of SEC action. Tennessee is one game back at 18-9 and and will travel to South Carolina. Vanderbilt is one and a half games back of Arkansas at 17-9 and and will host Kentucky. It should be a fantastic final weekend of SEC baseball. We will get to our Monday evening docket in just a second, but of course, special thanks to our sponsor, the Kingston Group. BuildKG.com is the website. Go look at all their amazing work, whether it's a brand new kitchen or an entire new home, a renovated master bath. Just go look at their work, man. It speaks for itself. It's spectacular. BuildKG.com is the website. Remember the name, the Kingston Group. Here is your docket for Monday night. Playoff hockey, the Nashville Predators. 7 p.m., puck drop, Carolina, Nashville, Raleigh, be there. Thank you guys all for listening, of course. My name is Braden Gall. You can follow me on Twitter at Braden Gall, at 440 Sports on Facebook, and Twitter at 440 Media on Instagram. And if you're new to us, thank you so much for checking us out, and we do appreciate it. Please share the show. Just tell one other person in your life that there's like a really concise, fun, and lighthearted, but analytical and thoughtful podcast about Nashville sports every single morning on the 440 Sports Network. That's not too much to ask, is it? Just go, you know, tell somebody about the show. That's all we ask. Thank you all for listening. Enjoy some playoff hockey. This has been the 444 Monday, May 17th. The 440 is a production of 440 Media, written and produced by Braden Gall, music by William Tyler.